Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. We got a really cool company in today. We got David and Carl from Bait Pro. Hi, guys. Hey, how are you doing? <laughs> and uh, they get to talk to us about a, a different type of fishing than most of you guys probably do. Some of you might have started fishing uh, with carp and, you know, uh, maybe sometimes catfish or trout, you know, they buy bycatch. But these guys, you know, they aim for carp. And, and uh, I met them through Matt uh, from uh, Angler's Clothing. And uh, I'm really interested in carp. I've never caught one, but it's a cool-looking fish, and uh, it looks like it could be a lot of fun to catch. So we'll start with uh, David and kind of tell us how this all started for you, how you started fishing. Well, well, thanks. I mean, obviously, you can tell by my accent, I'm not the I'm not the Geico gecko. I'm actually an ex an expat <laughs> from the the south of England who moved over to the U.S. about 13 years ago. Uh-huh. We'd, I've been carp fishing in the UK for 30 plus years where it's kind of our version of bass. It's the the big fishing market. It's what everybody uh-huh. wants to do and aspire to. And we've been in, both Carl and I have been in that since it really kicked off in the, the late 70s, early 80s. So when I landed over here, first thing I wanted to do is get my rods back out of the <laughs> container and, and go fishing. So we landed in Pennsylvania. I found some some local guys and... I went fishing there and then we you know, very quickly moved to California and again I found um, a group in LA that is now pretty underground, the, the SoCal Carp Club. So I've, heard, that, I've heard of them from Fishing Network. There you go. There was a guy that, that was on there that was part of the SoCal. So that's that, it. And that's how I met Carl. We actually, I went, turned up at one of their derbies that they held out at Lake Isabella, it was actually out in Kern County and met, yeah, that's met a bunch far. of, that's a mission for we, me. met, we met a bunch of guys out there and then we got, we did a lot of that kind of fun weekend fishing and discovered that there's some, there's some big carp in Southern California. It makes a lot of sense. I used to fish the south of France and, you know, look around and I'm thinking, Hey, this looks exactly the same. So the wow. fish here are going to grow real big. <laughs> yeah. So we got involved in that and, you know, Carl and I have been talking about bait businesses and the technology that we've got from carp fishing boats and we can talk more about that and, mm-hmm. and thought about how we could start bait pro and and use some of that information to to to, to make dough baits better and sense and things a lot better than they they are for for the guys fishing trout catfish and bass uh, all sorts crappy now we've we've got a new range yeah, of products I've seen for that, that you've too. gotten a lot of uh <clears throat> nice bass i've seen a couple of pictures you guys put up where some guys catching some really nice bass out there float yeah. tubes and stuff yeah for sure you yeah. talk to these bass guys and they don't admit it to start with but they've all got some kind of scent stuck yeah. somewhere in a bass boat for <laughs> everybody when does get... everybody does man yeah everybody's got it secret <laughs> scent somewhere or other <laughs> So we, we saw an opportunity there and we, we we formed Bait Pro and we, we did a couple of test runs at Fred Hall and people liked the products that we we produced and now it's grown enough that we've hooked up with a distributor and rep network and it's starting to appear at a lot of the, the SoCal lakes. But for in our spare time, I still go carp fishing. That's that's my love of what we do. I'm down in, with Matt down in Temecula area, we go to Lake Skinner and we catch some real nice fish. I've heard, I've yeah. heard some really we, nice we, ones. We put them all back. That's one of the the big differences. It's a catch and release sport. Yeah. They're a game fish in Europe and the rest of the world, and here they're not. But you know, yeah, that's back. weird. They they treat them more as a trash fish, you know. Like <clears> oh yeah, yeah. yeah. 
when I've 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 been with my friend Roger and he caught a one on like a trolling a Rapala. Yeah. And he's like, what the hell is he? That was a big striper, but it was a big carp he caught. He told me, and he's, yeah, that was it. a, that was at a Catherine's Lighting area. And, um, yeah, yeah, it's full of them. Yeah, I heard it's really good over there too. It's yeah. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. They're a crazy fish. Everyone just imagines this bottom feeding hoover that goes around, but they'll, they'll chase live bait. They'll eat bait off the surface. Yeah. That's crazy. They'll, man. they'll, you catch them any old way. We had guys, up on Lake Michigan, the fly fishing guys live stripping for them with like wow. minnow patterns, and these fish would chase them <laughs> and smash them like redfish do. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, fact, they call them hill hillbilly tarpon up there. <laughs> don't they? <laughs> There's guys up in Michigan that, that run businesses from it. You know, wow, guys chasing in the, the golden bonefish. That's yeah. it, the golden bonefish. <laughs> That's nice. So yeah. let's talk to Carl about how how uh, you started and you. How long guys you guys been together doing this for? Um, we've had a couple of companies, um, started one probably 10 years ago, eight, eight years ago, online magazine. Um, <clears throat> and that just sort of morphed and, and turned into the, the bait's always been the interesting thing for us. And, uh, you guys are focused on, on the bait most of the time, more than a scent? No, 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 it's, it's across the board. It's going to be, you know, it's a one-stop deal for okay. us. You know, so we, you guys like want to hold bait? Scent like it's your your whole deal for carp. Your you your first idea was yeah for carp. You we, weren't for oh, anything yeah. else. We, yeah. we took what we knew from carp okay. fishing, the technology from over there. Yeah, and uh, said, look, this can work over here. Yeah, it, it works in a a really pressurized um, um, country like England where everything's catch and release. Things you know things are looked after over there. And um, I'm sure the the pressure fishing. Oh, it's yeah, got to be like oh, it's, it's tenfold. It's, it's, like, it's like joining golf clubs here. You really? Jo- you join fishing lakes. It's a oh, different... you got to join a lake over there. Oh, oh hell yeah. Syndicates. Syndicates. Thousands of, thousands of dollars. Wait oh. list of venture payments. That, I mean, so there are did, local... you, did you want to move over here just for fishing? I mean, I've, I've fished in the U.S. before for tarpon in Florida, done that kind of thing. Uh-huh. I didn't... I, mean, I moved here... For, I came for the sun. <laughs> and, I, and I stayed in Southern California for the sun. There's no two ways about that, but... You know, yeah. the fishing opportunities here are massive, and we're just trying to convince people that carp's one of them, and just find a place for it in the American angler's psyche. You know, it's yeah, a, it's a fun fish. It's a great resource. There's tons of them around, and if you manage it properly, there's a, they get they get a lot of bad press in terms of the you know the trash fish thing. And they, oh, if I hear one more time that they eat bass <laughs> nests, and it's just not true. <laughs> This is great too because it's coming from someone that is very experienced in that fishery of carp. Well, it's changing the whole the whole you know view of it is changing. I've I've been here nearly twenty years and I've seen the the, I've seen it it change totally. You know, Mm -hmm. it's it's going one hundred and eighty degrees. Some lake fish fishery owners, not necessarily just in California, they're seeing the value of them and um, seeing that they can get revenue off them. Yeah, off these carp. It's like. Who the hell fishes for carp? You know, <laughs> throw it up the bank. It's coyote food. You know that sort of thing. Yeah, deal. yeah. And that's changing, but you've got to change. You've got to change the whole mentality. You know, it's a trash fish. It's been a trash fish since the thirties. Yeah. Pre the nineteen thirties, everybody fished for carp. Yeah. in the US, everybody, and then it became this. You know, it, there was a stigma attached to it, and throw it up the bank. You know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah. it's good for me because I I quite enjoy being on a sixteen. Hundred acre lake and being the only guy fishing for him, you know. It's, oh, I, I'm sure, it, man. It's you not go, pressurized. It's easy, you know, in in comparison to what we used to back in Europe. You guys might be blowing it right now on the podcast, down Well, yeah. you'd, be, <laughs> you'd be surprised how many yeah. times we've been told to keep our mouths shut because <laughs> you get one or two new guys and they go, well, "Don't tell anyone." Well, I, about I mean, like, like I mentioned, <laughs> the, the SoCal Carp Club is pretty underground now because people would. Um, everything they do is catch and release and, yeah and it's not for everyone so if you find a spot and some of the biggest fish are in some of the smaller ponds and you don't want to tell anyone because you lose your stock yeah you know appreciate and totally appreciate you know we live here and people take fish for food and that's fine but if they take it i can't catch it again yeah and carp are one of the few fish that just but people do people eat carp yeah. yeah, believe it or not. Yeah, it's Christmas <laughs> really? dinner in most of yeah, Eastern Europe. Europe. So it's a it's a dish. Sure, over yeah. wow. it is. It's it's the turkey from Christmas wow. dinner. Wow, Hungarians, Romanians, Poles. Yeah. Wow, some Slavs. It's it's, it's a big deal. It's, it's big, a food you know, dish. It's a, it's a, the Asians are making soups and things yeah. like that. You know? 
you know, but who am I as a Brit to come over to the US to say, <laughs> don't, don't kill that, you know? Yeah, it's, yeah, definitely. It's, yeah, it's bizarre. But as, again, as long as it's properly managed, then all, everything's fair, isn't it? Exactly, so, exactly. you know, we keep our big fish venues, catch and release venues pretty close to our chest, but I can take you to Wales and all Big Bear and you can catch carp all day long and you won't make a dent in those populations. Yeah, which would be like really cool, I guess, kids carp fishing oh yeah. it's it's, it's like because the kids. thing that i have an issue with i have a my 14 year old can fish my eight-year-old i have a boat so he's learning to fish pretty well but when i don't have time like i haven't fished for weeks because my trolling motor has been bad so i'm waiting and i'm like where can i go to take the kids where we don't get skunked most of the time no one's aiming for carp for you know for kids so that's like one thing like where i'm interested in is I could take my kids and they could catch something that's going to fight a little. Not oh, just sure. like a bluegill. So we, we, we go all the time and get bluegill, but something, this is one thing that oh, I yeah, want to look into. You only have to let them catch one and they're hooked. <laughs> yeah. And, it's, yeah. It's, you know, and, and that's how you'll change the whole perception of carp fishing is to get the kids. If you can get the kids early enough into a fish that fights like crazy, mm-hmm. they're in a, a, a fish in fresh water that, that yeah. fights like crazy. You, know? you get a 35-pounder on the end, you know you've got a 35-pounder <laughs> wow. on your line. You know? Have you ever caught any of those... Uh, what are those ones with the big bellies? The bull carp, or I don't know what it's called. Well, there's a, there's they a, catch them back east more. I think there's a it's called a buffalo there carp, you go. but it, it's actually not. Um, it's not a carp. It's not a carp in you know the, the genetic it's sense. It's uh-huh. a different family. It's a sucker. Okay. It's a carp of minnows. Then We've you, put tournaments on for those in Texas. Yeah, I see. Oh, yeah. Same thing watching on Fox in the morning real early. Sixty pounders. You know, <laughs> 60, 65 pounders. On what size line are they using? Oh, they're, they're using heavy, you know, 10, 12-pound lines and heavy leaders because they want to get them out because you've seen those big Texas lakes. They're just submerged forests, most of them, for the yeah. bass guys and the crappy guys. Yeah. But these guys are fishing from the bank, and they've got to get these fish back. So they'll fish heavy. In fact, I've got one of our pro staff now is on a huge body of water out there and getting smashed up and using 65-pound line and bending hooks, trying to get these 40-pound-plus <laughs> carp back through these snags. It's... It's insane. We have, wow. a couple, we have a couple of pro staff um, that fished a tournament in Texas, mm-hmm. and they were doing biggest four fish, biggest weight, and they won it with over 200 pounds with four fish. That's it's, crazy. You know, that's an average, of, average size of 50 pounds, over 50 pounds, you know what I mean? And they won some good money, you know, eight, ten grand. So, so do you feel that you could um, usually go to a lake and catch a carp sure. off the bat? Yeah, sure. there's some of them. The big, the biggest problem we have with the bigger lakes is is the bank access. So you know you've got twenty thousand acres or whatever Skinner is, I don't know, but, and you can fish like a, an eighth of it from the bank. The rest yeah. of it is a mile. So you've got to know and you've got to bring fish in. There's a lot of um, clandestine feeding of the ducks that sometimes goes on before <laughs> we we start fishing. No, I'm sure. <laughs> But we, we kind of we kind of feel that we're in the spirit because you know at the end of the day everything we catch is going back so it's not like we're we're feeding ducks for and and uh, do you you do most of your where you're fishing with the shore bank fishing not on a boat really ever yeah we don't but we've I don't know how many times we've had we've yeah, talked we we've got to learn to fish from boats on these big lakes or even taking the boat and driving it up on shore I've done that before in plenty of the San yeah, Diego lakes yeah, yeah for sure. That makes sense. San yeah. Vicente, when, when, before Ooh. it closed down back in the day, oh, well, he, I used to go out and take a rowing boat out there and, and you know, we'd spend all day. Yeah, I bet, in, man. Hidden in some bank. Nobody, nobody knew. <laughs> and no one's Pick fishing for that. So <laughs> the bass anglers will tell us, oh, you come up here, come up to Castaic in, yeah. you know, in May when they're all spawning and the, every cove is full of these things. Go, Why are you not fishing for them? Yeah. <laughs> I, if I knew what I was doing, I would be. Yeah. I love just, you know, catching fish. It's fun. But no, it's a, it's, you're either it's a, a fisherman or you're not a fisherman. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, yeah. Does it matter what you're catching? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's an ex- growing scene. And, and, and the other thing, you know, we hear a lot of bad press and the carp ruin waters. And the bit that people just are completely blinded to is that the biggest fish are in the best lakes. If you tell me any... Any top bass lake, and I'm going to tell you it's got the biggest carp in it. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to complain. They're all living side by side <laughs> yeah. perfectly happily. It'll, yeah. have big, it'll have big catfish, it'll have big carp. That's the other thing with what we do is the way that we bait and the way that we fish. It's dawned on us that you know catfish is not a big thing in Europe apart from these huge wells things that they get in Spain. But here we catch more catfish than the catfishermen do. Wow. It's <laughs> insane that they respond... 
We've learned an awful lot, haven't we? The, oh yeah, for sure. You know, this notion that catch them by accident. Catch them. By <laughs> that's great. That's yeah. great, man. I I mean, that's how I started catfishing. So yeah. I mean, I I had my my oldest. He was seven or eight or eight or nine maybe, and we would go catch when they would stock the lakes. We would catch maybe seven or eight fish. They'd go off run right after another. Yeah, it'd be fun, man. And so, do you guys? Did you do tournaments when you were back? Uh, no, tour- tournament carp fishing is. is is not such a big thing. It's taken off a bit now, but it more it was more of a kind of bragging rights, catch the biggest type of a scene. It's now it's crazy. There's guys that will travel with target fish from specific lakes. Wow. And they just want them in their gallery to say they caught, you know, old, <laughs> old big belly from Lake X. Yeah. Here the tournament thing um has taken off as a way to get guys together. But what we discovered when we got into this is that there is a we we call it the Native American carp scene. <laughs> On the East Coast, there are these pay lakes. Now, pay lakes get a bad rap from the, the catfish community because they'll take these big catfish and put them in these ponds and guys fish pay to fish for them. Mm-hmm. But it turns out through the Carolinas up into Pennsylvania, West Virginia, and then across into Indiana, there are carp pay lakes. So they stock these pay lakes with carp. Wow. And there's an underground scene there with hundreds of thousands of dollars changing hands with guys betting and, and tournaments one night. It's every day. Every day. Wow, every that's day. awesome. Insane. Yeah. So you can imagine, San, what, if you drove down the road, we drove past it on San the way here, Sandra, that going on 400 times around football field-sized wow. lakes. Have you fished down the river lakes? We have. We've, we've been talking. There's some big carp in there. Is there? There's some yeah. big carp in that in that catch and release lake in particular that um, we're interested in. Yeah. So we, I think we're, we're actually slated to put on a carp tournament. Yeah. Aren't we? We're maybe talking, to, spring, the, off summer. talking cool. to the guys. Is that, is that the best time to fish for carp this spring? You're not going to get cold fishing, are you? <laughs> <laughs> I came for the sun. I need to be fishing in the sun. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, warm weather's you know, springtime's good. Springtime's good. The fall's fishing. good. It's it's difficult. There's not many of the um, the bigger lakes in California that you'll catch in the height of the day in summer. There's a few, mm-hmm. but predominantly it shuts off. You know, our dailies we like to night fish. Yeah. Fish through the night, catch all the fish you can. Yeah. Come nine o'clock in the morning when the sun's up, they all go off. Yeah. You know, the bite stops and you guys say. Uh... Huh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean the, the the tournament potential is enormous. Yeah. I mean, from what we've seen on the East Coast, I mean we we talked about how we could set these things up, the guys at the trout tournaments here run these blind bogies and things like that. But if we could you know, if we could get the make sure that we're above <laughs> staying within the law then huge amounts of money could change hands for these things. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. They're resilient fish, so you catch them, you weigh them, you put them back in. So as somebody's stocking a lake, you don't have to stock it every Thursday like Santa yeah, Ana does. exactly. You just catch them, weigh them, and put them back. Wow, that's nice. It's it's phenomenal. You wouldn't believe the amount of money that changes hands over there. It's I bet. Crazy. So let's talk about your personal best carp. For me, Each, it's yeah. still still an English one. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> here we go, here we go. It's all about the size. <laughs> so for me, my biggest is 36 pounds. Wow. That was caught uh, off the surface from a, a lake near my house in England. So pretty and that is a, what, what size line were you using on that one? That was, I was on seven pound, no, eight pound Maxima for that. So there you're floating a dog biscuit. <laughs> on the hook on the surface and these things come up like taking a dry fly wow and, and you yeah. can get them to feed and take so that was a lot of fun on a on a light rod. i bet in the u.s i'm struggling i don't have a 30 my my son's had <laughs> 30 pound fish but <laughs> i'm in the in the high 20s and, and are you guys what size rods are you using so if you, the, the <laughs> european style they're mainly 12 12 okay. footers two piece we we measure by test curve so that but they're designed to cast anywhere from five, three to five ounces of weight. Oh, wow. So you use a heavy... 100 yards. 100 wow. yards. On a spinning? Yeah. On, a, on a big... So we use, like, big surf casting reels. So okay. That, you know, the, got a lot of line on there. You've got a lot yeah. of line, a big spool, so that you can get the distance. Yeah. Because, again, because we're not on boats, if we, we need to be able to get to a fish and work back rather than... There's nothing more must frustrating than seeing a fish at a... 120 yards top and show itself and you can't get to it yeah so you gear up to be able to cast to the fish and kind of work your way back to the bank and are you so when you're throwing when you say a biscuit is it floating on the water then 
It, it, it is. That's the Europe, uh, the t- style I use back in the UK. Here it doesn't work so much. You've got too many predatory birds, I think, the carp know to stay away from the surface half the time yeah. with an osprey. osprey. Yeah. <laughs> so most of it's you know based on the bottom fishing or we do something really kooky. We call it a zig rig where you, you suspend the bait from the bottom up into the middle. of. The, so if the fish are cruising around, they like bump into this thing and they'll take it there. It's, Great. It's crazy. Talk. <laughs> and what about yours, Carl? Um, 43 pound and some change. Oh, wow. Look at that. In I, Texas. Uh, in huh? Texas, in a tournament. Wow. Um, actually won me a bit of money as well. <laughs> um, California, I've had hundreds of 30 pounders. Hundreds. Wow. I used to fish a small lake down in Santee where I had 50 dif- different 30 pounders in a year. Wow. That's just, crazy. Just a lot of big fish. You know, Lake Paris, Lake Skinner. Yeah. I had my biggest in California was thirty nine pound fourteen ounces, and forty pound is the is the benchmark. It's the, is it the state yeah. record? No, but that's that's a big big fish. I think you know that's the, that's the mark. It's, yeah, it's forty pounds. So I was a couple of ounces off that, and that was Lake Skinner again. You're looking for that one, huh? Yeah, a lot of years ago, probably twelve <laughs> fifteen years ago. You guys ever fish in Lake Henshaw? Yeah, yeah. I fished. I caught my personal best bass there, well. but. There were, there's an aerator there. You guys seen that aerator down in the corner? Oh, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, oh, yeah. my. You know how many? You could watch the carp, just sure. hundreds of them, just sitting right there, you know? And we we would try to throw everything we had to catch one. And just they, actually, not they actually do a fly fishing tournament on, yeah. do they on do? Henshaw. Yeah. The carp throw down the carp. throw down. Yeah. It's People come from all over the country. Colorado, you know. Really? Yeah, 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 you need Colorado. to get those guys on. Um, Dakotas, they're coming in from the, you know. Yeah, that's because that lake had so many, like by the aerator. I just couldn't believe how many carp. Yeah, that was Conway Bowman out of San Diego starts that. He runs that. Yeah. And he's yeah. got massive sponsorship for it now. They have all the best. I love that lake. Well, here. I don't know if it filled up. It was real it's, low. Yeah, it's, it's, it's filled up compared to what it was. It was sure. bad. Yeah. <laughs> but they, they do this tournament and they, they coincide it with the grasshopper hatch. Okay. So they're all throwing flies that are, you know, mocking grasshoppers. Yeah. And they're all catching fish. That's you know? fun, yeah. That's a great I way. think they're, you know, the predominantly smaller fish, you know, down in, uh, yeah. in, in Henshaw. But they're in every they're in every lake in yeah. Southern California, so you can go anywhere. Golf <laughs> course, everywhere. Yeah. everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're the, the fly fishermen are, gen- are definitely the first sort of branch of our sport to completely... Reveal themselves. Yeah, yeah. and completely <laughs> legitimise carp. I mean, yeah. Carp on the fly is a, a big a deal. Yeah. You know, there are specialist patterns and hooks and well, flies. Well, there's guides, you know. There's, there's, there's guides, guides in yeah. Michigan and, and places like Colorado's that. real big. In Denver, the, the, you can find some great YouTube videos of the Platte River. That really kicked off there. Wow. And uh, if you're going to, do you take different, if you're going like quick, do you still use the same setup? If you're just going to go fish a little bit at the lake, do well, you my, still have your whole same my setup? My background's tournament fishing in, in the UK, uh-huh. predominantly match fishing, where you fish for five hours and it's full on non-stop. Yeah. So I have different sets of equipment for if I'm going to stay three days or if I'm going to go for three hours. Uh-huh. And yeah, I take it accordingly. Yeah. I do a lot of float fishing as well. Oh, Bobber yeah. fishing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you uh, say someone wanted to get into carp fishing and you could maybe push some uh, listeners into the right direction of mm-hmm. a, a, maybe a lower price rod or maybe what they have already they can Anything, use yeah. and then line and we can point to what we would use for your bait so even, you know? even amongst your bass guys those guys we talked about on the east coast they're all using stiff action bass rods mm-hmm. with uh, bait caster reels okay. so as long as you can get a bait out there and you can then you then you're carp fishing so anything anything will do we have guys here that fish ultralight stuff yeah you know? catching park lake fish on grains of sweet corn and <laughs> two, two pound line yeah <laughs> yeah it's, you, anything anything counts so Excuse you know if you're fishing the european style you know people buy the longer rods but you could use a, anything that's a catfish rod anything yeah. like that or a salmon rod or a, even a surf casting rod will do for casting distance but any stiff action rod yeah tin of sweet corn that's all you need a tin, tin of sweet corn <laughs> tin of sweet corn and your, your rod and reel that's, and your rod and reel and a, and a bit of angling savvy and you can you can catch carp yeah i keep saying to the guys who go to all these trout lakes and they're complaining there's not enough trout well stick your dead, your dead sticking rod throw that out with a grain of sweet corn and catch a 10 pound carp yeah. while you're waiting for your trout on your mini jig what size hooks are you guys using 
Um, again, it depends on the, the size of the bait and the size of the fish. Yeah. Okay. You know, scale it all the way down or scale it all the way up if you're trying to yeah, keep the small if, fish away. You're yeah. catching a lot of fish and they're really having it, you know, size two. Mm-hmm. I, I usually start on a size eight or a size six, mm-hmm. but I'll go to a 10, a 12, 14, whatever I need to. If you have to, yeah. yeah. So one, one of the things that revolutionized carp fishing in Europe was the invention of what we call the hair rig. So if you can imagine you tie like a snail knot, your hook on with a snail knot, there's a tag end that's coming away from the hook. Mm-hmm. The bait goes on that. So the bait's separate from the hook, so you can use a smaller hook, and the notion is as the fish inhales the bait, you know, the, the hook follows it and then separates from the bait. You haven't got to strike it through a bait. Okay. So you could get away with a smaller hook and the fish pricks itself real easy and then runs and it turns that little twitch into a full-blooded, you better have your clutch loose, otherwise you're going to lose your rod type of <laughs> See it all the time. Yeah, it's quite amusing <laughs> that, to watch. Yeah, very interesting. But it really does. It increases the efficiency of the setup enormously. And we're going, we're going to be talking about that at Fred Hall, Long Beach. We've got seminars oh, that great. we've been asked to do every day and at Bakersfield to kind of give away some of that stuff. I still haven't been to Fred Hall yet. This is going to be the first year for me. So, Oh, yeah, well, come by and visit us. We've <laughs> got, interesting, sure. Yeah, yeah we're going to be, I heard it's a lot of fun. I heard there's a lot yeah, of different it's, stuff, man. It's a lot of work if you work in a boat. <laughs> <laughs> not not yeah. doing that. It's yeah. a lot of work. Well, we'll be there. We'll be showing off a lot of the carp stuff a lot of the new trout stuff working with turners and mike's asked us to do these do carp you guys seminars. fish t- uh, trout too yeah i try i mean i'm trying to get into it i, I mean, have doubts whether he's actually fish, fishing. yeah it's it's to me, i'm gonna be honest and matt and i joke about this to me it's just mental to see these guys chasing these stock trucks around and i sat no i went out to try and catch something from the bank at wolford the other day and watching matt in a cove with like 20 boats going round and round it's just mayhem you'd never do that in england there'd no. be a, there'd be a huge fight yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. that'd be like stand you know guys standing on the same tee at uh, augusta and all having a hack and trying to keep trying to get a hole in ones what it looks like to yeah, us yeah yeah that's how that's we went to the uh they stock catfish at um tri-city lake in uh your belinda yeah and we went and tried to fish with the kids just for fun and it was like i got my spot on the bank this dude kept throwing like a cast master over everyone's oh, line and pulling them in insane. by the end i'm like are you fucking kidding me man I fuck, <laughs> you know I st- i'm like let's go i'm gonna lose my mind if oh, I we, we, we've, uh, we've had we've had some showdowns on it the takes bank a, it took me a long time to get into the way of california fishing where there's no personal spirit. <laughs> anybody can just cast over your gear if they feel like they yeah. want to do that and, <laughs> and look real surprised when you get all pissed off about it. Like, <laughs> the, piece, piece, when we watch them, if you're, like Carl said, if you're the only angler on a 1,600-acre lake, the, the way that most guys will turn up and come look and sit at, on your knee. They'll, come, they'll think, well, the fish must be there because he's fishing there. So if I'm two foot to his right-hand side, I must be on the fish. I actually was fishing up at Lake Elsinore 15 years ago and I'm, I'm, I made sure I was 100 yards away from anybody. Yeah. Saw where they were all fishing, went up the bank, set up set up European style with like a 50-foot pole uh-huh. and I'm catching a fish every drop-in. And wow. then this guy comes up and sits 10 yards away from me, 8 yards, 5 yards, 4 yards, 3. In the end, he was close enough that I asked him, I said, look, do you want to sit on my fucking seat? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and he was just, he was oblivious to what yeah, I meant. He that... just had no idea what I meant. There was just no, the notion that on a place like Elsinore that's got miles of bank, that he would come and sit on my knee was just, just blew me away. And I think because you guys come from a, uh, from from uh, England and over there, it might be a little uh, more established too. You know, fishing oh, sure. just is a little more. It's a different. It's, it's a different you know, thing there. It's it's, it's fishing and and fishermen and anglers and anglers. Uh-huh. Yeah. If you go fishing in England, you're an angler. You're doing it. You're doing it on purpose. It's like joining a softball team or mm-hmm. doing something yeah, exactly. really. Yeah. You don't just go fishing like. You know, go to Walmart and pick up some gear and we'll go fishing yeah, for the doesn't day. happen there's like not, that. Not Over a, there, it's not, not like that. Not, not like that at all. Not at all. So it's almost like you're getting into sport if you're Absolutely. going into it. That's the, that's the thing. That it's like you're, you're in a sport. Yeah. In yeah. fact, it is a sport. It's considered the biggest participant, participant sport, sport. Even more. Do they have it in soccer. schools? They do not yet have um, fishing teams at schools like they do. That'd be, that'd be cool. Yeah, they, yeah. But they have academies. A lot of the oh, big yeah. tackle companies will groom you know, young 
kids to be their star wow. anglers. And <laughs> wow, that's big business. It's, Over there, it's, it's big. It's, it's big, big, big business. It's bigger than bass fishing here, then, definitely. Well, it's probably on... Not in numbers, not but in it, numbers. it's our equivalent, for sure. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, and it just it, and it spread all over Europe. So these companies have grown huge because suddenly what started in England is now all the way across Europe. I mean, France, when I started going to France, most average French anglers would kill a carp. It was for the table. Now mm-hmm. it's all, you know, it's all catch and release. Which is cool too because, like you said, they were killing the carp more, and now mm-hmm. people are doing it for sport. That's kind of cool, you know, like that they. It's revenue. It's yeah. a thousand bucks a week to go and sit on one of these small ponds in France yeah. and catch. You know, get the chance of catching a 60, 70, 80 pound fish. Wow, that's and big, and, the, and the fish are incredibly valuable because oh, yeah. they they grow and there's an, there's an investment value. Yeah, you know. exactly. So actually, bizarrely, it's that they're they're so expensive to stock your lakes with mm-hmm. that one of the biggest fish farms in the UK actually has a huge fish farm in the Carolinas. So they oh, really? they are shipping live carp back. Because they're worth so much. It's kind of like the Japanese koi. <laughs> yeah, koi fish is a koi big fish. thing like that here yeah, too, yeah. Sure. yeah it's, it's you catch those on one-offs and sometimes in the pond you'll catch yeah, koi fish, yeah. 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 So, you know, they have the lunker chaser or lunker thing in Texas, don't they, with the, the carp. Uh, yeah. Not the carp, with the bass where they'll take the big ones and breed them on to put yeah. stock of big fish, fast-growing fish back into lakes. Well, that's what they do in, in, in Europe with carp. carp. Yeah. $5,000 for, for one fish. Oh my gosh! Dude. You know, yeah, but and yeah. Just, I guess if you on. have it, it's like a sport. It's not a joke. It's like we're sure. making. That's crazy. And then you get then you get into the whole fish care thing. So you catch this thing. You're the you're the custodian of this fish while you've got it on oh, the bank. Oh man, that's got to be so stressful. It's crazy. There are there are mats and cradles and all these kind of don't take it out. That you can actually buy bandages. Bandage. <laughs> Seriously, you can buy yeah bandages. It's like a it's an antiseptic. Kit. Kit yeah, so that you know you can clean these. Oh wounds wow, up. that's wild, dude. They've it's, gone so far. It's car puggers, we call them. you know. <laughs> They've gone so far the wrong way, you know. <laughs> Back when we started, we used to use the grass or yeah, the grass. sacks and yeah. you know, bail, up, bail up sacks and things like that. Yeah, put them right on top of there. Huh? Yeah, you know. but they're, you know they're resilient creatures that you can sure. you can. I mean, these lakes in in the Carolinas, the way they work, it's not like a, a tournament at Santa Ana where you catch your fish, you take your stringer and you weigh it. You you catch your fish and then you have to run it around the lake, get it weighed, and then they toss it back in the yeah. lake there. So these fish go into bags, tubes. They've got electric scooters so they can drive <laughs> around the lake <laughs> faster so they can get back to their rods and get their rods That's back cool. in the water. Yeah. You know, the fish, they're fishing for money every 15 minutes in some of these times. Wow. Every 15 minutes, the biggest fish. So, With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com socks. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. They've oh, that's a- cool. So you're winning every 15. Oh, yeah, 15 oh, minutes yeah. every hour. Of, you know, and then So it gives you a chance to win multiple. Like, oh, you yeah. could win multiple times or different people can win that tournament. Exactly. So yeah, that, and they have. They make, that's a super interesting way to put a tournament on because that would that would change the game because you're like, I fish hard and I find that one spot. It'd be so much more exciting, too. But, and the know? side bets are the other thing. They, they literally call them jugs because they literally are physical <laughs> jugs in the shop. Yeah, you you go dollar in. in, dollar you put in dollar. Dollar, so there's a dollar jug for the person who catches a fish of exactly 20 pounds, one ounce weight on our scales. So you can have these side bets. Yeah, that'd be so fun. And they can be and thousands of dollars. Yeah. You know, they've been 40 grand, $40,000 jugs. <laughs> now, you can't get to a lake because there's a 40000 Dollar jug going for a fish that weighs sixteen pounds. So people ounces. are taking time off work. They're spending their rent money. They're no, spending their I electricity. Bet, man. I'd be doing the same thing. It's crazy. <laughs> it, no, it really is crazy. So you, you know, it's like you. It's 
you manage your bets. You go in, you pay your fee to fish, and you pay to play into the program to win money every hour. And then you've got all these side bets. They even have these porch pots where the old timers sit on the porch and bet on who's going to catch way in the next fish. <laughs> It's just all about gambling. It's like California pre the casinos. You know? <laughs> Where do you go to gamble? You've got to go to Laughlin or you've got to go to Vegas. These guys go for the pearly. It makes sense, dude. Yeah, it makes crazy. sense. Now, we, yeah. we talked to lots of guys putting on trout tournaments. I mean, if you could do this above, you would make a killing. Mm. Or any of these, you know, like Matt putting on his yeah, tournaments. Yeah, the spotty one. These, yeah. these side bets would be well worth doing. <laughs> if you could keep it clean. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about it. Do you guys have any good rookie mistakes or good funny stories you'd like to share? Oh, well, I've got, we've got plenty. <laughs> we've got plenty. Rookie mistakes. The, the, the obvious one in terms of the catching the fish, there's a couple of things we'll talk about. We talked about at some seminars we did. Is It's don't bury the hook in a dough bait. I mean, your granddad's cheesy Velveeta <laughs> dough bait thing and bury the hook in the middle of it. You won't strike the bait. Yeah. He won't strike through it. Something I've learned actually with trout dozy. Last weekend. Last weekend was <laughs> a nightmare. And then this this whole thing you guys call it fly lining and don't let them feel in any any resistance. They will pick your bait up and spit it out and you will know absolutely nothing about it. <laughs> going back to France on that on that um, point, these guys are using ten and twelve ounce lens. And and the design the the rig's designed so that if the hook if if the, the cart picks the hook up, there's no way it's not gonna be hooked. And yeah. if it's hooked that ledge just drops yeah, just off. Gravity does it, is it yeah. as it moves and tightens enough, it just pulls the hook down and the hook will pinch flesh and then the fish is out. Exactly. So even for for catfish and, and others, and if you're not sitting there, and we're fishing multiple rods, so you can't be watching every single one and you're just striking at thin air. Mm-hmm. So you need to set it up so that if the fish gets the bait in his mouth, you've got to make it as difficult as possible for him to spit it out without hooking himself. Yeah. And then if you do that, it's a game changer. Mm-hmm. So we're showing people how to not use a like a Carolina rig, but make sure that the, the sinker is fixed. It's not free running. So then, when they pick up, so maybe up, like a, the Carolina keeper on each side. Absolutely, of the, right, okay. what we're showing them to All do, right. yeah. <clears throat> and that's that will change your game. And then, just, as Carl said, just go buy a tennis sweet con. There's there's scientific reasons why that's yeah, the best. Right. Can, the is it legal? In yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's legal. That, that's what, see, that, I that, heard that. That. Was, that was one thing when I moved here. I was told you can't fish sweet con. It's illegal. It's blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. So I actually got um, stopped at Casitas. Um, probably 15, 18 years ago, by the DFG, came down, was going to write me a ticket for um, the co- the sweet corn I had. So I said, it's not in the rules, you know, but it, and who are you to tell me? I'm a, a DFG yeah. officer, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Anyway, he went and got his book and he sat for 20 minutes and tried to find the law that it was illegal to, to use corn and couldn't. And he said, you've taught me something today. I was going to give you a ticket and now I'm not. Now wow, I know I should that's, that's super interesting. What it, I thought what the happens, same thing. Yeah, mm. what happens is individual lakes, like Santee lakes, you can't use corn. Individual lakes can ban it. You know, uh, Santa Ana River lakes, if they, if they felt that they wanted to ban it, they would ban it. Now, so I can go owned. to um, uh, City Park lakes. Exactly. I can use corn all day exactly. long. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and, and it's the best bait. But it's the best bait because it's high in lysine. Lysine is the amino acid that... And when you do it, are you just hooking a piece right on a number six? One, or two pieces, three pieces. I've seen guys doing three pieces <laughs> on a treble, little treble hook. And it's just Man, I'm con. ready to go fishing after this. <laughs> take con. the kit and see yeah. what I can get. It's, it's <laughs> the desert island bait. If you could take one bait anywhere yeah, as sure. a bait fisherman, that would be it. Yeah. We tend fish. to make fishing harder than it than it often is. Yeah. You know, we're buying all the crap that we buy. <laughs> when you break it down to its bare bones, mm-hmm. a tin of sweet corn will do you. Uh, will uh, do yeah, fish. that sounds you know. great. So if someone's going to start out, yeah, that's what you're pointing at. Sweet corn, Carolina rig, maybe what, in the local lake, six-pound line? Yeah. Or would you go lighter? I would definitely go lighter. That's, but that's maybe my, like you know, four-pound then. Yeah, if the, so then you're going to do like for a trout then almost. Yeah. yeah, yeah okay. Sure. Well, the, going back to the, 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 the corn thing, the corn, that uh, perception of it uh, being banned is based on trout fishing. Trout can't digest corn. 
No oh, shit. so it's probably I can't digest corn. You know, I, 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 corn on the cob on a barbecue. You know, it's coming out the same way as it came in. You know, so but oh, it sticks in the stomach. It does this. They can't digest yeah. it, so it kills them. It's just bullshit. You know? Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's, I mean, most, most of the California rules that seem to be around trout and salmon, even the no chum and everything like that, it's to stop kind of commercial half yeah. fish. But, yeah. oh, could you imagine what it would be like if you were allowed to chum? You know, I mean, I, I watch guys throwing tins of uh, dog food in, you know, <laughs> yeah, they just punch yeah. holes in it and throw the tin in. There'd be islands made of um, <laughs> you know, steel cans. <laughs> Now, there's a funny story for you. So one of the, we have a device that we use to put this stuff out. So you think we're fishing at 80 yards and we want to put sprinkle some of this stuff around. We have this thing that literally looks like a World War II bomb and you you touch the end of it and it opens, spring loaded, and you fill it up with your corn, you clip it shut, you put it on a big heavy rod and you cast I've it I've seen out. this on the yeah, TV show. You've seen it and it hits the water <laughs> yeah. and it opens. So, of course, anyone sees us, we convince people that we're like marlin teasers, that the way to catch carp is to cast out there and then just keep this thing and splash it across. And people believe you, (laughs) including park rangers. Mm. Somebody. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's so funny, man. We we definitely get away with that. (laughs) But again, everything everything in moderation and, and you can improve. To prove your way to fish, that you need your ability to catch the fish. Yeah, carp like food, so you need something else there to mm-hmm. stop them. Stop yeah. them. So we'll again, we have this little method where we make up like a like a dough bait, like a cereal based bait that you squeeze around the, your bait on the hook, mm-hmm. and that breaks down on the bottom, and that gets when they come in churning kicks around, up the, kicks up, yeah. and that gives you the attraction that you need to hold them there. That's another thing that you know we can. We can show people, and again, it doesn't break the chumming rules because it's moulded around your hook. It just means you've got like kind of two phases. This thing breaks open. We we call it the hamburger on a plate of fries. <laughs> yeah, approach. yeah, definitely. You know that just improves your chances. And you're, you're right. Going back to the kid thing, heavens, if we put on a kid derby at some of the lakes, we know. Yeah, most kids will catch a 10-pounder that have caught bigger fish than Dad by the end of the day. Yeah, that's how it usually works. <clears throat> I always yeah. said in the first when I first started bass fishing, I went with my wife to the local lake, Ralph B. And uh, she's like, I think my my hook's stuck on the weed or something, so I pull up her rod, and she's got a large mouth on there. I'm like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> I'm like, I'm never fucking taking you fishing ever again. Well, my wife, my wife started fishing because it was one of those deals I was away so much. She was like, if I can't beat them, I'll just join them. Yeah. And she caught a 40-pounder in the U.S. See? before I did. <laughs> yeah. That's the, know, I think women, same. you know, especially wives, it's a, it's more of a, yeah, they just get doing. the luck, yeah. you know. Yeah, my, my wife's had channel catch to 30 pounds. Just, That's nice. It's crazy. Um, what's your biggest bycatch on a catfish? Like uh, when you're not aiming for a catfish, but you catch one? I had a 38-pounder out, out of... Um, Casitas, a lot of years ago. Do you eat those? No. No. Do you I guys mean, eat any any of your... You any no, if I want fish, I just go to Albertson. Yeah, I've eaten some of the trout I've caught. I've made some, some trout, smoked trout, that sort of yeah. stuff. But I wouldn't eat the catfish or anything like that. It's just... I'm not a big catfish. No, either. it's an acquired taste. I'm, yeah. I'm not for me. Well, they're just grubbing around in shit all day, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> Why am I going to eat that? Yeah. And yeah. what's your what's your David the biggest uh, catfish you caught? Well, that, yeah, my wife was just at a thirty pounder. But often you'll catch. T- we just throw teen channel oh, yeah. cats back like they're a nuisance. Just one after another. You, if, if they get on you at Skinner, you pack up and you move because they'll just bully you'll the carp out. Yeah, you'll keep catching them over and over. Huh? You can watch yeah. it. The guys who fish in Texas will watch it on the sonars and they can watch literally the schools of cats and carp and these buffalo. They can see the difference because of the sizes. And they kind of like act like gangs, and they'll muscle each other in and out yeah, over, we'll, over we'll the, them for sure. off of the bait. It's crazy to watch. Wow. So if you know if you're getting two, three pound cat, channel cats taking your your bait, then you just pack up and move, move to another spot, or just reel in and try and feed them off with a yeah, bunch of that was a deal. Santee back before the big fish kill. We used to catch a lot of catfish in the eight to ten pound range mm-hmm. in Lake One, and uh, I didn't mind. You know, I was getting bites, I was staying yeah. busy, 
but I knew eventually the carp would come in and, and bully them out. They'd just push, they'd just push them out. Yeah. And that was always the case. You know, you would catch for three or four hours these cats and then the carp would move in. It was, you know, it was just the way, the way it fished every single time I fished it. Yeah, and, and there are some big cats lurking oh, yeah. around out there. I mean, I've, most, I've seen an albino big. catfish in Lake Skinner that was probably at least 50 pounds. At least, wow. and I was two foot above it on the dock, and it was just. I was like, "What the hell is that? Jesus <laughs> Christ, that's a fish!" And it's it was an albino, albino catfish. Wow, great big thing. Yeah, big, yeah, I've seen some big ones when I'm fishing at Diamond Valley. Just uh, right. for bass, you'll see some big catfish swim by. They catch some nice ones. I've caught some big ones out the Colorado River, but I've just never weighed them because I'm not fishing for them. Yeah, actually. exactly. You know that was fun. <laughs> it was fun in the in the flow and everything. But yeah. I'm not fishing for those, so they just go straight back. Yeah. Yeah. The other the other thing we see a lot talking about exotics is koi and things. Oh, I there, bet there are some monster koi swimming around. Yeah, they are. In the lakes too, I just had people well, will toss them in there. Yeah. We, we oh, went yeah, it's goldfish deal. You know, the yeah. goldfish get too big for the balls and tanks, so they throw them away. And <laughs> they crossbreed with the carp, and you know, castaic. The, the lagoon at castaic is full of those cross carp and goldfish. I mean, wow. just full. <laughs> and we travelled up to um, a lake up in in central California, yeah, in, San Jose, in San Jose, that was just butterfly carp, which are the ones with the big. Uh, big fins, big flame oh, fins. Oh wow, those must look really cool, man! You know, a cross between those and and a, and a common carp, and we were catching them to nearly thirty pounds. Nearly thirty pounds. You guys have fished a lot of the lakes up and down California. Yeah, I've fished Southern California. I, I think I've probably fished every lake there is, but I've travelled. I've you know Arizona, Nevada. How about uh, Folsom? You ever fish Folsom? No, no. I fish I've been up as far as Clear Lake. Okay, fish Clear Lake. Clear Lake. Lake how was that? Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, a lot I of bet. smaller fish, uh-huh. but just a just a huge catfish place. As well. What's the best location for carp in California? Do you feel it's Southern California? Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Having said that, that you, if, when you get into the Delta up north, yeah, there's it's some different. huge fish. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's. I've got huge. buddies that have fished there for years, and they've had multiple forty pounds. Wow, and closer to fifty pounds. Yeah, man. What's the state record? 57 pounds. 52. What 52. Lake? Lake Nascimento. Oh, you know, really? You know, okay. Louis Abyssal. Yeah. There's been, there was talk of a couple of fish down here in the big 50s and even one at 60 pound. But if I'm catching a 60 pound fish in the European style that we have, um, I'm showing a, I'm showing a photograph of it or a video of it on a, on, on a weigh scale. <laughs> yeah, We have exactly. tripods with weigh yeah. scales and everything. I'm not just doing a blurry picture with with me holding it. Yeah. Know, with me crouched down as small as I can get. Yeah. Know, I'm just not doing it. Definitely. There's a lot of bullshit in, in European-style carp fishing in the uh, US. Fishing in general. I was listening to you guys about the spotty bass and stuff like that on the boats, and there's a lot, you know, fishermen are fishermen. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah. They, 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 uh, everyone's... Camera angle is everything. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it's, it's like kicking it's your true. golf ball out the, out the, out the waves when you're playing golf, isn't it? You're cheating yourself. You know? Yeah, definitely. What did uh, I think a previous guest, Jimmy Decker, he says, or Ben Seacrest, he said, if you don't weigh it, don't say it. Exactly. <laughs> well, in, in our game, if you don't weigh it and video you weighing it without, <laughs> without your foot on the sling. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, that's easy to do is go. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no, that, that's, that's how it should be done. If you're going to claim a record. But claiming records is difficult here. You know, yeah, for sure. Practically, most of the time you've got to kill them. You've yeah, got to kill definitely. them. It just goes it's, against what we're doing it for. It's yeah. a sport for us. And, yeah. And we don't want to be killing them. Yeah. But there, there are plenty of big fish, and I don't think we've scratched the no. surface of what, no. what's swimming out in these big impounds out here. As you say, some of those big San Diego lakes. There's some monsters. Yeah, I lost a fish at Lake Paris <laughs> in the edge in two foot of water. I'd fought it for 20 minutes. It was, I've, as I say, I've caught big fish. I've seen even bigger fish caught. It was closer to fifty pound than it was to forty pound, and it was closer to sixty pound than it was fifty pound. Yeah, but I'll never know because <laughs> the hook came out with you know eight yeah. foot from the bank. So I, I'm, I'm sure we're just scratching the surface. Yeah, I've seen fish in uh, San Vicente and, El, and down in El Cap that you know half the size half the size of your boat that you're the, the rowing boat that you're in. Dude, big uh, fish, yeah, yeah, big fish. it's crazy. You know, Definitely but, crazy. Until you've got them on the bank and weird and, you know, shown in a video <laughs> that you haven't got your foot on the scale. Yeah. You know, they're just a myth. Yeah. Let's uh, talk about your guys' product. <clears throat> so tell us what you guys provide. 
So, so what we what we do at Bait Pro, Bait Pro is a spin-off of our original brand, which was Carp Pro, which was purely scents and, and baits aimed at, or almost primarily at the, the guys on the East Coast. And we that was born out of our European bait making mm-hmm. skill. So what's gone on there is that... And Carp Pro is no longer around? No, Carp Pro is still going strong. Okay. You do it's, both. It's, yeah, we do both. Bait. But again, what happened with Carp Baits is there, there genuinely is a science in... But from aquaculture to realise that fish re- do actually recognise certain um, triggers to make them feed. You know, they don't smell strawberry, but there's something in what you use to make strawberry flavour that is a feed trigger for them. Yeah. So the baits got real, real complicated, and they, they became effectively fish food. Um, when we came over here, we saw that we applied these things. We know what will catch fish quickly. What if you want to use in the longer term? And then I, we sat down and thought, well, hold on a minute power bait hasn't changed in 40 years yeah. there's something going on there let's have a look and see what we can do see if we can make that a little bit better then we noticed everybody using oil-based scents now they use oil-based scents because they, they always sp- have done they always have done <laughs> and they smell fishy and then the science geek in me is thinking hold on a minute the moment that comes off of a lure it just disappears to exactly. the surface it doesn't go behind a bait so we started making water-based scents that would stay on so we suddenly decided well hold on a minute if we take what we've learned from carp fishing we can stick it into dough baits for for trout anglers for crappie for catfish Mm -hmm. so we just came out with a range of products and we you know we tested them at fred hall and we got people's attention there and now we've just kind of developed it we've looked at how people fish and we've tried to incorporate these things into our baits so what we've we've got now are our vis trail um, trout products. So this is a, a dough bait that gives off a visible trail, and mm-hmm. it's laced with amino acids and everything that we know in our in our excite fish attractor that genuinely triggers a bite. It's not just it smells of garlic. It's got everything you would need in there for for the fish to hold it and keep hold of it and give you the, register the bite. Same with the scents. So mm-hmm. we're working with some the inshore guys via Matt as well. What can we do for those guys yeah. to see? Because everybody uses it. Yeah, definitely. And now we've got we've got these kind of entry level carp products. You know, I told you about the hair rig. I can't show everybody how to tie that. So we've got hookable nuggets. So you can start with a a bait that we know works for carp that you can just put onto a hook like you would a piece of sweet corn. Yeah. Or a powder bait that you can mix up with dough and you can mold that around your hooks. So we've got those basic entry products and then we've kind of sexed that up a bit with some sprays and some what we call smokes that make the bait cloud in the water yeah. to attract the carp. And you have the scents, right? That Just the regular bottle scent? <clears throat> we have the regular spray bottles of scent mm-hmm. and we have another one we call Scent Trail, which is a thicker, gooier thing that yeah. stays on a lot longer on And on you guys plastics. aim right now just at trout and uh freshwater fish more are you going to work your way into the inshore uh, we, we, we definitely know we've got products we can use inshore great um, yeah, we, we, we great. start started with trout catfish and carp we literally yesterday signed a deal with one of the country's best crappy anglers who's been testing our sprays in the crappy market oh wow and, and he's been blown away so that's awesome man big announcement coming there that will be in the crappy sunfish market as well in, in, in the rest of the country the catfish products so we've got some products we're going to launch at Fred Hall, these kind of two-stage breakable baits that will change the game for wow. people who you know traditionally use chicken liver or shrimp or something like that. Yeah, I hate doing that. Yeah, it stinks. <laughs> Why? I'd come home and be like, I'd be like, get out of here, go straight to the bathroom. <laughs> so that was, that was part of our deal. We wanted to make a bait that we knew would catch, specifically catfish. Yeah. Without being, without smelling like shit. No, so you could you could go fishing all day and then go to the restaurant yeah, on the evening straight exactly, from fishing. Exactly, and uh, that was where the you know we have some more more traditional stinky bits that yeah. are not offensively stinky but catch fish. You know, and then then we can convince everybody that the the best catfish bait out there by a million miles is is strawberry. strawberry. Really? Seriously. We did a seminar up in... Uh, Do you guys fish for catfish with pieces of strawberry? Well, straw- <laughs> strawberry scent. Okay. So, again, it's probably something that's in the makeup of the yeah, strawberry scent. Yeah, like you scent, said, yeah. But it is the bright-coloured strawberry fruit-flavoured baits, outfish, fishy baits. For oh, for sure. Really? For sure. Wow, that's Five weird. to one. We did yeah. a seminar up in Bakersfield a couple of months ago, mm-hmm. and David happened to mention that we catch more um, catfish by accident on our strawberry carp baits mm-hmm. people just got up out the cinema now and just emptied the shelves literally <clears throat> emptied the shelves 
of of the strawberry um, bits because they were they're shooting stock. for catfish. And yeah, that's yeah. What they, you know, yeah. they were they were there listening to what we were saying yeah. about trout and catfish and everything, and they yeah. just got up and went and bought all the carp nuggets. So <laughs> the store owner loved it. You know, we, <laughs> I bet. You know, we, we sort of restocked it twice that night. That's just, nice just on stuff like that. Yeah. But it was a it was something we've known for years and years that it's we really catch nice. we catch these fish on fruity baits. And you talk to a catfish angler, and oh, it's got to smell like you know rotting corpses <laughs> for them. To, it's just not, it's it just does, not the yeah, case. But it's the same with all types of fishing. You get because Dad told you to do it, and because Granddad told you to do it. It's what you do, and it's the only thing you can do. Yeah, I instead guess if you're of, open, you know, instead of being looking outside yeah. the box a little bit and saying, oh, maybe I'll use a strawberry bit or a peach bit or a banana bit, mm-hmm. and uh, be as or more successful. Yeah, definitely works. So we've got that. We've we've got plans for bass. There's there's things we can do from a bass scent perspective. Again, Great. talking to a lot. It's talk- a delivery system we're looking for now, though. You know, yeah. do we do it in aerosol? Do we do it in this? So we're we're playing with some different things at the moment. Again, that everybody fesses up to to having these things in their boats and stuff. We're working with we one of our pro side. The guy I was telling you about actually earlier. He's on the um, Stephen F. Austin collegiate bass team so we've been working oh, with those wow. guys giving them product to test and, it, That's awesome. and you know when they can use it under tournament rules it, it helps when they're pleasure fishing they're all using it <laughs> yeah you know they go through tins of bang garlic mm. like crazy but because it <laughs> genuinely works in their in yeah. their sense. so we that's our, that's the next big thing for us and then you know hopefully we're working with turners up at ISE we're working with um, turners at Fred Hall so hopefully we can get the product out to, to more people I think we're in Definitely. 14 or 15 lakes stores now wow yeah, I think it's 17 actually but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I invent he keeps he keeps track. <laughs> that's really cool so you you're hands on with the uh, Engineering the actual yeah the, the we we, oh, we do it all out of Maria all out of Maria so it's all locally made even the research like making the bait you yeah, do we it. spend yep. a lot of time in the kitchen that's cool uh, that's yeah. interesting to me because I mean nowadays a lot of people can buy an aftermarket thing and no, no, make it you no, know what I'm saying yeah, and claim not, it as their own almost no, no, no. so, so we've it's cool to hear someone that's in the in the you know trenches making it trying we, to, you, you know, know we have a, we have a lot of unique products that yeah. In some of the markets we're in, people are trying to copy straight away. Oh, I'm sure. But, you yeah. know, we're importing stuff from all over the world to make these things, and we just stand there in the kitchen, the <laughs> kitchen, and we make something. Then we give it. You know, it goes out to testers, and you know, a lot of testers will tell you what they think you want to hear. Oh yeah, it's fantastic! It's fantastic! You know, the, we want to hear the bad thing. <laughs> I, I want to hear the. I want to hear when it doesn't work. Yeah, you know, that's that's what we want to hear. That's great. So we get you know we get it out to testing for a year. Year, year, year and a half, and then it will go to market. And Bait Pro's been around how long now? Oh, about a year and a half in its current guys. Yeah, guess. yeah. We cha- you know, we had a couple of changes. You know, started. and uh, what about Carp Pro? How long Carp Pro? Been? Oh, that's been around for oh, heavens, probably eight years now. Yeah, it'd be close to ten years. It'd be close to yeah. ten years now. That's our kind of flagship on the the on the east coast is where we okay. it's our bread and butter, if you like. Yeah, sure. Yeah. What what we sell the most of. And send pallet loads of. Scents, carp scents, mm-hmm. carp flavors to send them by the pallet load over. Wow, that's awesome! Yeah, they, they've got. I don't know. They've probably got as many recipes for for pack bait as bass anglers have got coloured sinkers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. it's, it's, oh yeah, for sure. It's I'm insane. Sure, man. It's two thousand plus at the last count. Yeah. Um, it's all kind of different cereal based things and flavors. So they all want to be using something slightly different from the guy next to them. Yeah, to see what they're gonna. So we're we, gonna we, we import a lot of concentrates from Europe uh-huh. that we know have been working for forty years. Uh-huh. So it's not your your average um, supermarket almond flavor yeah, or something exactly. like that. It's, it's a it's a fishing it's a fishing concentrate. Product. So we're blending, you know, we're, we're getting those in and then blending various ones together and making you know new products. That's amazing. No, it's, a, it's and it's good fun as well. But yeah. it just stops you going fishing. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Too busy doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, we're off straight from I here hear. to pick up ingredients. Yeah. And you have to Are you gather around and get it all moved and mixed? Are you guys it. trying to to get everything going before you go head up to ISE? Yeah, well, there's a bunch of bait that's heading up there next week, and then getting ready for Fred Hall. That's well, we've got to get that crappy stuff out to Oklahoma. Oh yeah, we've got crappy <laughs> stuff to get to Oklahoma. Yeah, uh, the, the <clears> pro <throat> staffer we've just taken on is endorsing it. He's got a big show coming up with a jig company. So oh wow, we've got to get a ton of that stuff up there. 
guys busy guys yeah well yes american dream (laughs) well you know what i appreciate you guys coming on we'd love to have you on again whenever you want to come on Uh, very interesting uh i mean you guys really broke down the carp and you know i wouldn't I didn't know about the sweet corn thing you get. You let everyone know right now about it. I thought it was, you know, now it makes me kind of want to go out and try to cart fish a little with my kids, you cool. know. And no, best definitely. thing you can do. Yeah, so uh, thanks. Is there anywhere they can check out to website? Is yeah, there Instagram? Uh, www.baitpro.net. Mm-hmm. And there's an online store up there for the minute. Be quick. It's going soon because we're, you know, we're obviously we're in enough stores now that we don't need to do that. Yeah, we'd be wholesale only then. So it's just, if, if, if you hear about the product, you see the product, you use the product, and you want to see it somewhere, let the retailer know. One Definitely. of our reps will be, you know, should be sure to call on them. Definitely. Yeah. Well, thanks again, and guys, for taking Thank your you. time out of the day. Appreciate yeah. it. All All right. Right. Thanks for listening, everyone.